When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to That's What People Do, episode 19, one away from the 2-0. Yeah, I get number 20. You get number 20. So who did we do last week? Diana, Princess Diana, yep. lovely woman. Lovely, lovely lady. Lovely woman, a lot of conspiracies around her death. Maybe you've gone away and researched some of those conspiracies. Maybe you want to chat to, them, chat to us about them. Mm, definitely. We'll always I'm be welcome. Well interested in hearing yeah. those. To hear people's thoughts on... On that, because you can have differing opinions on on her, just like this next man, you can have differing opinions. If you're from Romania, you probably you probably quite like this man. You probably see him as a hero. If you're of Turkish descent, you probably think he's one of the most evil men to ever have lived. <laughs> uh, if you're from Western culture, you probably know him as the inspiration for Dracula. I'm of course talking about Vlad the Impaler, Vlad, also known as Vlad Third Dracula or Vlad Three Dracula. That's a sick name. His surname was actually Dracula. Which is fucking awesome. It's a really cool name. And he was born in which Transylvania. Means dragon. Ah, we'll get onto that. Sorry, we'll get onto that because Dracula doesn't mean dragon. Does he not? No. All right. Um, he was born in 1431 in Transylvania, which is now Romania. Interestingly, last week we spoke about Princess Diana's family, the Spencers, and the Spencers could trace their ancestry back to the 15th century, which is again the 1400s. Yeah. So this was happening at like so same time. Lady Diana's family sort of began their origins at the same time that Vlad the Impaler was around. That's was how about. old the family is. Yeah. Anyway, that's cool. People be old. Vlad the Impaler was born at a great time of civil unrest, which in Europe seems to have never fucking ended. <laughs> um, Christians owned Europe, um, at the time was at the war with the Islamic Ottoman Empire, who mm. throughout this I'll, I'll be referring to as the Ottoman Empire, the Turks, the Turkish, just so, point of reference. Um, and Wallachia, southern Romania where Vlad's father, Vlad Dracul, was ruler. It, this was a hotly contested piece of land. It was often like changing hands between uh, the Christians uh, and the, the Turks. Mm-hmm. Now, the name Dracul comes from his father's membership of the Order of the Dragon, which is already fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a it's like an order for like monarchs and nobles. That's yeah, cool. Kind of, and Dracul means dragon in Old Romania. So Dracul means dragon. 
right. in today's Romanian language, Dracul means devil. Oh, cool. So it's it's changed a bit. Well, you and think they've changed it after his story? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. And his sons were given the name Dracula, Dracula, meaning son of the dragon. Nice. So Dracula means son of the dragon. Yeah, boy. Which is still fucking awesome. Because if you turn up to school one day and you'd be like, I'm son of the dragon. <laughs> Imagine that in the registration form. And like, <laughs> like, James, here. Brian, here. Son of the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you seen the John Lewis advert with the dragon? Yeah, it's shit. Oh, dude, I think he's so cute. His little, really? f- his little face at the end when he's just like, he's so happy that he's oh like being God. accepted. It's the podgiest, fattest little fucking exactly. pathetic I just, dragon. I just and it's like, so crap. I just want to give him a hug and just like let him know if it's going to be all right. So, I'm what- sorry, John Lewis have actually come out and apologised for that advert, saying because it's made it's upset children because it looks so minging. I, l- I think he's so cute at the end when he's just really happy that he's like lit the Christmas put. Oh, what, a, what a G! I kind of want the. He looks sick, like not as in a good sick. Like unwell. He looks unwell. That yeah. dragon looks un. Well, he's just he's a little he's a little dragon. Oh, bless him! And also, how old is Edgar the uh, Edgar the dragon? How yeah, old I is think he? he's quite childish. He lives alone. He looks like a child. I, I don't get it. No, I don't get it. I don't like it. This episode comes out end of, end of November. End of November. End of November. And yet, John Lewis had has been out at this by this point. If you, if you came out a couple of days ago. Well, by the time this podcast goes out, oh. a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. So yeah. everyone will be sick of wow. it by the time you listen to this because it'll be on TV. Maybe, they, all maybe the they put it out so early because they know how shit it was and they were like, everyone else is going to have better ones this year. Yeah, uh, Christmas. If out. you don't know, in the UK, there is actively. There's a competition. A competition between um, retailers. Who can do the best Who can Christmas do the best ever. Christmas advert. And I think John Lewis have been on top of it for quite a few years. They've been quite dominant. The last couple of years, they were shit. But Sainsbury's... Sainsbury's bang. Knocked it out of the park. Sainsbury's came onto the scene with the World War One one. That yeah. fucking bang. They knocked it out of the park with that. It was very, very good. And then Sainsbury's, they, they fucked it. This year's okay. They keep fucking it. John Lewis hasn't been good for... Lid, little Aldi, actually. Aldi are smashing it. Yeah. How have we gone from Vlad the Impaler to Christmas first? <laughs> we'll talk about that um, on, uh, not next week's, but the week after, because that'll be the sort of like middle of December, so we can talk yeah, about that then. Yeah, we'll get Christmassy then. We'll get really Christmassy then. Yeah. Which is weird, because we're recording this in middle of November. Middle of November, <laughs> which it already feels a bit Christmassy, because everyone's does, cause sticking John the John Christmas advert is out. Yeah, I haven't seen the Coca-Cola one yet, which in England as well, this should be known, Coca-Cola is like a staple. The second you see the Coca-Cola yep. Christmas uh, holidays the, are coming out. The truck. Out, yeah. when, as soon as you see Coca-Cola lorry. That's when you know Christmas Everyone has knows that now Christmas has started. Yeah, absolutely. Back to Vlad. Vlad the Impaler. Son of the dragon. And his torturous methods of impaling. Spoiler. I feel like I should also say, a lot of the time I come in with just like a page of information and just try and like wing how I'm going to say it. This time I've actually scripted it like Ryan does, so we'll Ooh. see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've lost my place already. Brilliant. Ottoman... <laughs> it's hard reading a script. <laughs> it is. The Ottoman Empire uh, marched on Transylvania, obviously because they wanted it. Uh, Wallachia. Just because they wanted it. Just because they wanted it. Literally, at this point, it was all about empires. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. You wanted to, your religion to be the main religion of, of the world. And Vlad's dad, Vlad Dracul, was ordered to show loyalty to the Sultan, the leader of the Ottoman Empire. Um, during a meeting with Sultan Mehmed, Vlad's dad brought along his two sons, Vlad the Impaler and his brother Radu. Mm-hmm. The, they were taken by the Sultan, and they, they were all captured, actually. Um, the dad was kept in captive for a little bit, and then he was like, fine, you can go. Sent, he sent the dad back. However, Vlad the Impaler and his brother Radu were kept by the Sultan to be brought up under his traditions, Ottoman traditions. So that's a way of keeping uh, Wallachia? Effectively, yeah. It's like, we have your sons. You you have to basically be... Bow uh, to me. Yeah, do as we say. Effectively, yeah. Okay. 
So he has their sons, and they're going to be brought under strict Ottoman Empire um, under Islamic rule. Oh, that's a fucking... What a kick in the teeth that is. It's like, not only are we going to keep your sons so that you keep in line, we're going to make them Muslims Specifically, as well. because Order of the Dragon was an anti-Ottoman uh, order. Yeah, anti, they were Christian. Anti-Muslim, anti-Turk, uh, Ottoman. Yeah. And he's going to say, I'm going to make your two, your son and heir literally a Muslim Ottoman. It is a, is a massive kick in the teeth. Wow. Um, after this, Vlad Dracul and his uh, third son, um, they were in Transylvania, Hungarian rebels took over Wallachia and they killed the eldest son and buried him alive and Vlad Dracul was killed as well. Some say they were buried alive together. Mm. We just don't know. Now you can probably tell during this time it's easy to get carried away with barbaric methods of execution. It's kind of anything goes. Uh, Radu, during this time, accepted the Ottoman Empire. He converted to Islam and pledged his allegiance. Mm. So Radu was a little bitch. Uh, Vlad, however, did not come so quietly. Apparently, he would just piss them off every chance he got. But despite this, the Turks generally liked him. I think they were kind of like, oh, he's got that. He's a bit feisty. Yeah, he's got that spirit. Yeah. Um, And they were like, okay, we kind of like you, so we're going to help you get your rightful throne of Wallachia back by killing the rebels that killed your father. Like, under our... Basically, they're making a puppet king. Eventually, they're like, like, you'll be king, but we'll rule you. Like, oh, so you're so so hell-bent on being the king of Wallachia. Fine, you can be the king of Wallachia. And he's like, oh, really? Yeah. And then it's like, we'll help you out. And he's like, oh, okay, Ottomans are a friend. Yeah, exactly. So so it's it's all for Ottoman gain. Side note, sorry, really sorry. Didn't we figure out that Vlad is a descendant of, uh, or an ancestor of um, uh, Bathory? Elizabeth Bathory. Uh, no, I think th- there was some there was some link. It's Eastern European. I think people say Bathory was inspiration for Dracula as well, kind of. I thought when they related somewhere. I thought there might have been, maybe. Like a couple hundred years, like a couple hundred years before. It, it does seem within that realm, and nobility stays noble. Right, I just said, I remember back then we spoke about it. Potentially, we'll have to go revisit that episode. Uh, so the Ottomans helped Vlad overthrow those that killed his brother and father. And put him on the throne of Valaya. Well, hey. The Ottomans then withdrew. And then they were like, right, Vlad, sit on the throne. Do what you want. As soon as the Ottomans withdrew, the Hungarians came straight back in <laughs> and forced Vlad to flee. Brilliant. So he was on the throne for two months. Oh, really? That was quick. Two months. And then he got kicked out again. Uh, and then he fled. And he was away for three years. He found himself in and around Trans- Transylvania, where he met a Hungarian warrior called John Hunyadi who is a massive figure still in hung, uh, Hungarian history. He's like a like a warrior. Hunyadi's a cool name. And he hated the Ottoman Empire. So everyone everyone has no gender. Mm. Uh, so John helped Vlad amass an army and then went back to Wallachia, fought the rebels that had kicked him out the second time. The usurper who took the throne, Vladislav II, was killed by Vlad the Impaler in hand-to-hand combat. Nice. So Vlad literally killed the man who took his throne away from him, which is pretty fucking that is, cool. That is sick. And Vlad was ruler of Wallachia, Again. So this is his second rule and his most lengthy rule. Um, he's a Obviously, he was a pretty naturally aggressive guy because of everything he'd seen. And he enjoyed pretty barbaric methods of torture, which is probably where his name comes from. Vlad and his cousin Stephen, now ruler... They were, uh, bleh, Vlad ruled Wallachia and Stephen ruled Moldova. Meaning they had like they had quite a fair bit of land like in the mm. chunk of Europe, like in the Baltics. And Vlad decided he was going to put together a list of names of people that had attempted or been part of the plot to overthrow his father. 
He invited them and their families to a feast, and as soon as they arrived, they were captured, and most of them were impaled on spikes there and then, whilst the younger ones were then forced to rebuild Vlad's castle, and as soon as it was done, they were killed. On spikes? Probably. I wonder why he why he decided spikes. Uh, he just in really enjoyed spikes. Uh, it's weird, isn't it? He just fucking loves spikes. Yeah, like that is a cruel way of doing it. I think as well, he used to like insert people up, up the body and just let them slowly slide down. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I think at one point they managed to figure out a way of getting the spike up through the body, out through the shoulder, mm. and you could hang there for a good couple of days and not die. Yeah. And you would just die in. You just die. He'd, he'd, he'd just sit there and probably watch. Just watch That's so happen. weird. Imagine, imagine the sounds that would have come from like literally hundreds of people just on spikes, just, just groaning. Chill him. Mate. It's, it's fucking horrible, isn't it? People in those times really liked their torture because this is battery was the same. Yeah, they really just, enjoyed their torture. I think we we discussed it briefly with Boudica in that nowadays we have such a sense of um, humanity. Yeah. In that if you're from Romania, you're still a human being. Yeah, for sure. Whereas like maybe back then, there was like you're from a different country. You're not like me. Yeah. You're not the same as I am. You're Ottoman, right? You're literally. It's you're all. It's not all a human it, in my mind. It was all about religion. So they can, they can, they like, they, they can almost get away with treating you so badly because they don't see you as the same kind of person you are. Yeah, it's all about religion. So maybe that's it. Maybe there was such a dehumanizing aspect back then that allowed them to be so cruel. Potentially, who knows? It was a. It, you'd certainly be kept on your toes if you lived in those times, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Vlad was very concerned with female chastity. Don't Brilliant. know why. He was just very, very concerned about it. He woke up in a cold sweat every night. Considering someone who likes to put spears in people. Spears in people, literally. <laughs> so if a woman had sex before marriage or cheated on her husband, she would be inspailed, impaled on a spike via the vagina. Brilliant. It's like, oh, you were that you, you were so keen on having a spike. I'll give you a spike. <laughs> you call that a spike? <laughs> That's not this a spike. Is a sp- <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> her her That's breasts. That's not big. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Her breasts, if she had cheated, would be removed, oh, like cut off, and force-fed to the man that what she cheated with. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Which is weird. Oh God, yeah. Eat a boob. <laughs> Which is funny because literally the night before he was yeah, literally. Like, having a good old go at it. Yeah, he's like, like oh, I love your boobs. <laughs> and then the next day, he's like, you like them that much? Eat them. Consume this boob. What? <laughs> That's cruel. That's really bad. Um, there's also a tale as well that he hated poverty and beggars. So he decided to invite all the beggars of Wallachia here and was like, we're going to have a big feast. Everyone's going to eat all they can. And he put them in a building. And to be fair to them, he, they, he gave them lots of food. He locked the building, and the building was set on fire. What the fuck? And he killed them all. He hated poverty. Which is ironic, because essentially you could call him, like, the poverty king. Mm. Because he came from, like, he was a prisoner himself, who yeah. was given a kingdom. Yeah. He was given the kingdom at the beginning. Yeah, fine, right, he won it the second time. Yeah. He won it himself, but he was given a kingdom, but he which w- is all they want. They just want to be given something. I think he just wanted, like, a pure empire. But saying this, like, this is all sounds really bad, but... I mean, it's pretty bad. At the time, crime was low. Apparently, there was no crime, because he would just impale you straight away, and everyone was so scared of being impaled, there was no crime. I mean, yeah, I I, I don't want to be impaled. No, I wouldn't nick anything over fear of being impaled. 
So at this time, the Ottomans, remember them? They oh, yeah. were spreading across Europe and growing in power. And Vlad knew eventually they're going to come knocking on his door mm. because he had teamed up with John Hunyadi. Hunyadi, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, Hunyadi. And they, they were going to want probably get Wallachia back because at this point he wasn't bowing to the uh, Ottomans. So the Sultan sent some of the men to collect tribute from Vlad just to be like, you're, you're still with us, aren't you? You're still mm. like, cool. Uh, Vlad had to part with 10,000 ducats, which is like currency, and 500 men for the Ottoman army. Yeah, didn't you have to do that every year? Uh, I think so. And then if you watch Dracula and Told, they're like, we want all of your sons. I think I think that's where I've got it from. I think I've got it from the movie, where is they it? were like, oh, we want like so many men yeah. every year as tribute. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. They would keep coming back and demanding more, so eventually you'd have to put your foot down. Yeah. Instead, Vlad ordered them to be nailed through their turbans into their skulls. Brilliant. Uh, the Sultan, obviously, was not best pleased. So he sent over a portion of his army. This portion of his army were quickly impaled. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's getting impaled out here. So the Vlad and the Sultan were due to, nego- uh, to meet to negotiate some peace. However, obviously, it's never that simple. The Sultan had actually planned to ambush Vlad with his army just to kill him once and for all. Mm. However, Vlad got wind of this and decided to ambush the ambush. <laughs> so the Turks lost. Most of them got impaled, as always. And Vlad decided to push on and attack Ottoman-controlled areas. Vlad would order the death of every Turkish man, women, woman or child that they found. Most of them would be killed on spikes. Damn. Over the course of two weeks, he travelled 500 miles, killing 23,000 people, wow. both military and innocent. So very reminiscent of Boudicca, kind of marching around, mm. killing everyone you can fucking find. Yeah. Vlad was a hero throughout Europe. Even the Pope praised him. Because obviously, <laughs> that you either liked Vlad because he was team Christianity, Catholicism, or you were like part of the Ottomans and you feared him. He was feared. I think that's probably what it was as well then. It's like, go Vlad, don't yeah, come like, here. Yeah, we're team Vlad. Please don't impale me, Vlad. Yeah, fucking hell. So Imagine t- condoning that. Yeah, even the fucking Pope. But then it's the Catholic Church, and they'll condone anything. Even Nazism. Even Nazism. That's a hot take. <laughs> but the Turks feared him. They fucking, obviously I would as well. I'd be like, have you heard about this dude that's going around fucking impaling people? It's like, you what? Well, it's just impaling people. But imagine that conversation, be like, oh, have you heard about this guy, uh, Dracula? Who? Vlad, Vlad Dracula, he's a son of the dragon. Oh, okay, he seems a bit, seems a bit weird. Yeah, he impales people, like 23,000 people have been impaled on spikes. You go, that's awful. They were Ottomans. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know what you're on about. (laughs) Praise the man. (laughs) Send him, send him a cake. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be a big cake. It'd be like a, a cake on some sort of spike. Yeah, it's, it's a tiered cake. Yeah, <laughs> like a massive spike. <laughs> the a kebab, sol- a kebab. Oh, it's oh, weird. Mate, he'd he would love, love kebabs. kebabs. <laughs> he would fucking love kebabs. He'd love them. <laughs> he'd go to a chippy and just be like, oh my God. Imagine, yeah, he'd see like that, that fucking lamb shank. Spinning a bit of meat. Spinning on that yeah. meat. He'd be like, oh yeah. Can man. I have the whole thing, please? <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the spike, please. <laughs> Including the spike. In fact, give me the apparatus. Brilliant. So the Sultan had decided to abandon his campaign through Greece because Vlad had become such a pain in the ass. So all of the attention was now on Vlad. Uh, the Sultan gathered an army of 150,000 people. Well, that's a whole lot of people. That is a lot of people. With one simple mission. Kill Vlad the Impaler. 
The Sultan had promised control of Wallachia to Vlad's brother, Radu. Remember Radu? Oh, shit, yeah, because Radu stayed loyal to yeah. the Ottomans. So it's now brother on brother. Oh, yeah, she said yes. Yeah. Cool. So brother wants the brother's empire. Isn't the brother played by... um? Uh, who's that English fellow who thinks he's American? He was now? in Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, he's also in Need for Speed. Yeah, I oh, know you are, I can see his face. He always just appears. No, in he, his... he played the Sultan. Oh, he is the Sultan. Yeah, but they they mixed it. They were like, I am your brother, but I am the Sultan, which is different. Oh, uh, right, yeah. They kind of merged two into one, I think. Because Dracula's played by, is it Luke Evans? Yep. And then the other guy is just played by this other English dude who just appears who in movies every now and then. puts on a Turkish accent, and they've clearly tanned him up a bit. <laughs> Yeah, that movie. It's a, it's a good one to switch your brain off and just watch. It's a good, terrible movie. But don't watch it for historical accuracy because a man literally turns into a bat. Or many bats. In that in that vein, don't watch Gods of Egypt. Oh, mate, that film. Mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's got such a good cast. Yeah, such a great cast. But I don't know what's going on there. It's or, is, that the, is that the one, forgive me, like, I might be wrong, where at the start there's like a big fight on like a stage or something. Where Sounds about right. One of the gods has like stepped out of line, and yeah, and it's it, the guy playing is Nicolai Costawalder, who's mm. from Game of Thrones, Jamie Lannister. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He yeah, loses yeah. an eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I've like, seen it. They, they, some for some reason turn into like massive mech gods. Yeah, it's not a good film. That. <laughs> and it's got um, Gerard Butler. Yeah, who's a Scotsman. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, it, fucking hell. Sometimes people need to read the script and go. Should Ger- we, should Gerard we not? Butler in historical films is not a good mix. No. Because even in 300, he's Scottish. Yeah, but 300, like, you don't watch for historical accuracy, you just watch for fucking the awesome fights. It's just a great movie. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So, at this point, the Ottoman Empire was greater in numbers, skill, and weaponry. However, Vlad was pretty decent at guerrilla warfare. He would poison water supplies. He would remove all food so the Turks had nothing to eat as they marched through. Smart. Uh, he'd literally abandon towns. He'd withdraw all the people, all the animals, so there's just nothing there. He'd set out on night raids, attacking small portions of the advancing army at a time. And also, this one's pretty mad. He would find people within like his kingdom that had contracted the bubonic plague and he'd send them into the Ottoman Empire just to infect as many people as physically possible. It's like fucking chemical warfare. It is, it is bi- yeah, it's biological, isn't it? Yeah. Biological warfare at its finest. He's, and apparently it works. Like, a fair few of them got like conflicted with the plague. However, saying this, the Turkish numbers obviously was far too great. Vlad had an army of 23,000 men. And he was completely surrounded on all sides by around 100,000 Ottoman troops, which is massively outnumbered. So this is where Vlad decided to become an absolute fucking madman, more so than he already was. 
he disguised himself and he walked right into the Turkish army and just started strolling around. He went to what he thought the Sultan's tent was, picked out and was like, right, I'll remember that for later. And then he somehow learned about the plans that um, the Sultan liked his troops to stay in tent in their tents during night nighttime. So Vlad was like, right, okay, so we'll probably attack over nighttime then. So he snuck back to his arm- own army, told them what he learned, and began planning this surprise nighttime raid. And he'd already picked out the Sultan's tent, so he wanted to kill the Sultan himself. Sorry, hold on. Vlad the Impaler, who's the king of Wallachia, managed to don a cloak like a Jedi and, and just wander str- into the fucking Ottoman army. strolled around. This is not the king you're looking for. And then went, that's this, that's the Sultan's tent. And then went straight and back. And went, by the way, does anyone know what we're up to tonight? <laughs> yeah, 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 look, we've got these plans. And he's just gone, oh, cool, 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 yeah. I'm going to go for a piss. And I walked off. <laughs> what a don. Like, you want to hate him because he's so barbaric, but he does some cool shit. That's the ballsiest move I've ever Literally. heard of. He's a fucking... Have you ever seen a picture of him as well? He looks like such a weedy little man with a massive moustache. Yeah, so he's quite recognisable. Yeah. But apparently he was short, but fucking stocky. <laughs> so like he was strong good at fighting as well bulldog breed yeah so Vlad attacked the Turks with the full might of his army he caught them off guard he managed to kill 15,000 within an hour losing only 5,000 of his own mm, which is bad. quite a good ratio good good ratio so good KD yeah good KD good KD <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll play again Vlad <laughs> went into the tent he thought was the Sultan's only to realise that he picked out the wrong fucking tent Oh, right. So he's not all that clever. So some other twat's got a good tent and all. Yeah, right. someone's got a nice tent somewhere. So the Sultan was a bit put off by this and was like, fucking hell. Um, and he wanted to withdraw, but he was convinced to not give up on the fight by his generals and was like, right, okay, whatever. So he marched into what was the capital of Wallachia that had been abandoned because Vlad had gone into like a castle, like a mountain castle that was mm-hmm. quite difficult to attack. And as he marched into this city, he found 20,000 Turks impaled on spikes. My... Imagine that walking in your army is just there on spikes. You'd be like, "All right." Oh, yeah. No, that's terrifying. If I was in the Turkish army, I'd be like, "I've got a doctor's note. I gotta go. <laughs> I can't be here anymore." I'm signed off for stress. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I'd be terrified. So yeah. the Sultan appointed Radu, Vlad's brother, ruler of Wallachia, and then gave him the mission of killing his own brother. And then the Sultan fucked off. Fair. So Vlad. Obviously knew he was massively outnumbered and would eventually die, so he fled to Hungary to amass a new army. He sought the help of his old ally, uh, Matthias Corvinus, who all the way through this had been fighting the Ottomans as well. He was quite okay. a big character, um, and he was a, a very close ally of Vlad's. However, Matthias, for some reason, had decided to turn on Vlad, so he welcomed him in and was like, yeah, yeah, I'll give you an army, I'll do all this, and eventually just captured him and imprisoned him. And apparently he wanted to be like some sort of ruler of Rome or something and he wouldn't be able to do it while there wasn't peace Mm. so he imprisoned him for four fucking years so Vlad was kept prisoner for four years eventually Matthias decided to release Vlad and even let him marry his cousin wow so apparently there's water under the bridge and all that yeah Vlad was under strict instructions not to turn return to Wallachia I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that conversation yeah so alright Vlad we're letting you out but you no. can't go back. Yeah, don't go back. I won't. I promise. Obviously, Vlad did. Obviously, he was like, I'm I'm going to go back. No matter what you do, I'm going to go back. Because he wanted this rightful crown, which, to be fair to him... Is his. It's fucking... It's his crown to wear. Yeah, by law. Their law. Uh, yeah, he is. He is the eldest son, so... He created a mix-match army of different Baltic nations. 
and marched upon Wallachia. Radu, his brother, had already died, so we won't get a brother-on-brother fight, which no. is a shame, because that would have been really cool. The mountain. And had been replaced by Prince Basab. Basab. Mm. Uh, there was no fighting. Basab was a pussy, and his <laughs> army fled and just let Vlad sit on the throne again. Oh, okay. So, three, third time. Uh, one thing, however, Vlad did lack was an army. He only had around 4,000 men. So, the first rule, he was on the throne for two months. This time, he was only on the rule, on the throne for one month. Yeah. The Turks literally returned and was like, you only got 4,000 men. And just fucking walked straight through. Uh, no one really knew how he died. But it's largely believed he was killed by fighting the Turkish Empire. It's also said he was decapitated and his head preserved in honey and paraded around. So everyone could see that he was finally dead. Should have put it on a spike. Put a sh- mate, if they didn't, they've missed a fucking trick there. Yeah. Should have put, literally tarred his head and stuck it on a spike. Apparently they cut him up as well into like little bits. Like a kebab. Like a kebab. Why didn't they put him on a fucking spike? <laughs> literally. <laughs> stick him on a spike. Put him on a spike. Like, look, we've look impaled the impaler. Ottomans, put him on a spike. Stick him in the middle of Wahalia. Yeah. And uh, Wallachia. Wallachia. Stick him in the middle of Wallachia. But like, look, look, don't, don't fuck with us. <laughs> Also, you know what Vlad should have done with his 4,000 men? You know, like, people walk in with, like, banners and flags and shit. Yeah. They should just have, like, some peasants on spikes and just walk along and that's yeah. their flag. Yeah. But he probably did, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just people fucking impaled everywhere. Oh, somewhere, some, like, in some places, a fucking field full of 20,000 people on spikes. So he was, he was just constantly warring. Oh, what a bad time to live. Oh, mate, I feel like at that point, it was just everyone was just trying to kill everyone. But also, you have to think... He was an arsehole, and he was constantly worried about the Ottomans invading again. Imagine if he was living in a peacetime, how mm. much of an arsehole he'd have been. Even he would just, more. He would just been torturing for the sake of it. Yeah, he'd have become a murderous bastard. Yeah, which, which he already was. But at least now there's like you can kill with kind of reason. Yeah, except for like you know all the beggars. Yeah, that was that was odd. But I don't like beggars. Come and have a meal with me. Burn it down. It sounds very Tory, doesn't it? It does sound quite Tory. <laughs> not saying that the Tories would burn people. No, they just let them drown. They just let them starve and drown. And... Fucking Tories. Anyway, Vlad impaled during his time more than 20,000 people. We've established he beheaded more than 5,000 and burnt more than 10,000 at the stake. He liked a public fucking execution, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, in Romania, Vlad is an absolute hero for standing up to the Turkish army, even today. If you go to Romania and like, what do you think of Vlad the Impaler? They'll be like, fucking good, cool guy. Wow. Which I think is what is very similar to our Boudicca. Like, we are taught that Boudicca was a fucking badass, but mm. when you, we had that episode, suddenly she's fucking horrendous. Well, I think you pointed out brilliantly in that we're looking at it from 21st century perspective yeah. eyes, in that if someone did that today, That's if, bad. If, if someone even uh, put one person on a spike yeah. and had it outside their That'd home. Be main news. An army could invade and say, "No, get out! Yeah. You're not. That's not happening, yeah. right?" Ten thousand people, and Romanians can be like, "Oh, he's a legend." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it doesn't work in today's mind. Like, so we look back on it and think, "No, that's terrible." Back in that time, is it more acceptable? I don't know. I don't know. Different thinking. It is. It's a different. It's a different way, isn't it? People are more tribal. Everyone just wants to fucking kill each other. We're still tribal now, but we can get along better well we, we seem to um 
manifest it in different ways. Oh, we're so just like very passive aggressive. Football with games, yeah, yeah, sports yeah. events, stuff Brexit. like that. We're able to manifest our tribalism in different ways yeah. rather than somewhat more aggressive nationalistic ways. It is true that everyone loves being part of something like a cause. Yeah, everyone likes to be part of something. You, no feel, you, feel, you feel empowered, which is why I think, like, well, this is a massive tangent, it's why I think Brexit got voted for. Because everyone, some people just want to be part of something. And they're like, oh, the United Kingdom would be, be fucking awesome if we stood alone, wouldn't it? There's a bit of me that thinks, like, you know, a lot of it was just fuck the system. Yeah, probably. A lot of people voted to see what would happen as well. I thought about it, but I didn't. Yeah, I know a lot of people that voted to see what happened, and, well, this is what happened. Yeah. Um, interesting that he would use shock tactics um, against the Ottomans, mm. having so many people on spikes and then Ottomans walking and go, what the fuck yeah. is this guy? Like, do you really want to fight him? Um, there's a story, I, I, I don't know if this comes from uh, China, I think it might be China. Um, but there's, a, there's a story of a guy who had like, he was holding out a castle or a fort or something. Yeah. It didn't have that many men and he knew that the invading army were coming toward him and so he got all his men in the castle to hide mm. he sat on top of the fort uh, opened the gates and just played a flute and then when the army turned up they just saw that one general sat on top of the fort with the gates wide open playing the flute they went nah fuck this and they <laughs> wait because they went we've no idea what the fuck he's doing Yeah, he's got a plan we're that walking is... into a trap so they walked away That's like, that, to be fair you would stop wouldn't you how clever you'd is like, that? You'd be like, something's going on here. Yeah, you would. You'd be like, mm, go on in. It's like the opposite. If you were to get into like a fight in school or something, and if the person you were going to fight suddenly ripped their top off, started fucking throwing chairs at the walls and screaming, you'd be like, I'm probably not going to fight you anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a shock tape. You're like, no, no, I don't think so. Don't <laughs> that flute so. story is jokes, though. That would How work. Cool is that? If I was marching towards it, I'd be like, the second I walk through that gate, I'm dead. Exactly. And that's what, that, that's what they were thinking, apparently. They were like, what the fuck has he got planned? Because he looks so confident up there. And, like, you know, apparently the dude was just like, fucking, I really hope they don't come any closer. <laughs> he's just blowing his flute, like, <laughs> call my bluff. <laughs> yeah, he's like, flute, he's, he, was, he was playing really well, and it just starts getting worse as <laughs> they get closer. <laughs> but yeah, how cool is that? Like, shock tactics are so important. That's a really awesome story. Well, you get, like, that. in Vietnam, with when they were fighting the Viet Cong, um, that was my daughter's postman. Um, the Viet Cong, like, US troops were terrified of them. Even though they'd never, like, some of them had never seen one. Yeah. Because they were so scared of the booby traps. Yeah, literally. They were terrified. You, you, you're afraid of what you can't see. Exactly. Because if you have an enemy, like, opposite you, it's better. It's like, I think it's the same as, like, it's horror films. It's like shock tactics, like, jump scares. I hate jump scares because I, I fucking... But if something's, like, psychological, if I can, like, see what I'm supposed to be afraid of, mm-hmm. I'm not as scared. That's why the original Alien film is scarier than any of the other ones. Because, because you don't for know most of the film, you don't know where it is or what it even looks like. Yeah. And then later on, you actually start to know what the xenomorph looks like, and you're like, oh, I know what it is. Although, saying that, I prefer Alien, Aliens, Alien 2. Really? Yeah. I think it's just... Because I didn't find the first one scary, because I think, because obviously, the film has developed since then. Maybe. But the second one is more of an action film. I think it's fucking awesome. I think it holds out better than Star Wars. I mean, they all do. Well, no, no, that's a lie, James. No. They don't, because some of them are fucking wang. What's the one where she uh, goes is it, bald is and it she's resurrection? on like, a prisoner planet? Is it Resurrection? It might be Resurrection. Or is it is she's that a alien clone, th- Is she? that three? Oh, I, don't I don't know. There's some of them There's are There's a CGI bald. alien and he runs around like a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are wang. Some of them. And then you did Alien vs. Predator. It's just stop. But the game, Isolation, is terrifying. I've never played it. I need to play it. It's very, I, very play, good. I had Alien vs. Predator and just playing as them was awesome. Yeah. Remake was that on PC? Uh, Xbox. Yeah. Xbox 360. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, anyway. Time ago. Vlad. Vlad, the Impaler. Um, he did. So, obviously, his second name is Dracula, and he's from Transylvania, so it's pretty clear to see that Bram Stoker, whilst writing Dracula, took a lot of inspiration from from him, even though he didn't know that much about him. He just kind of took names and... Yeah, it does seem that he's just sort of gone off on a bit of a mad one, because it doesn't seem that in any part Vlad was known for drinking blood. There's, there's like, little m- myths and wives' tales that he did, but Not really. nothing concrete. I know there's one story I've heard about, again, it's myth probably... Of him having two of a parent, uh, both skewered, and then as they were on the skewers alive, he had the child of theirs murdered in front of them, and then he ate the child in front of them. There was a lot of talk of cannibalism. Yeah, and people boiling alive. Yeah, so I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard that before, and like and on occasions there's been like a circle of people on spikes, and he's just in the middle eating his dinner. Wouldn't shock me. That's a power move. What a power move. It's like um, Emperor Nero of Rome yeah. would have Christians <laughs> on spikes, tarred, and just set alight as candles. <laughs> you shouldn't laugh, but fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but obviously, while there's no records of him drinking human blood, there are tales, like poems, stating that like before dinner, he'd wash his hands in the blood of his victims. I wouldn't put anything past him. Like He's a fucked up guy. It w- the cannibalism wouldn't shock me. Yeah, Bathing in blood like Elizabeth Bowery did wouldn't shock me. Uh, yeah, yeah. He just, he seems like anything fucking goes. That's a warm bath, though. Um, blood has healing qualities. Does it really? Mm. I think you said this before. Human blood has healing qualities. So. Interesting. It would keep you looking youthful. And someone pointed out as well that the reason vampires drink blood is because it has vitamin D, which clearly means they that vampires, vampires can't have a, a vitamin D deficiency and they can't get it from sunlight. Yeah. Because their skin is like dodgy or whatever yeah. so they have to get it from human blood and then someone was like stop being stop being um, what was it stop being so fucking horrible to vampires let them drink your blood <laughs> <laughs> they need to survive vampires have feelings too you know being a vampire would be fucking awesome but it like depends what kind but, of vampire you're on about if you're going to be no nah, um, but even saying this if someone was said to me like do you want to be a twilight vampire I'm not saying no I don't give a shit if I sparkle in the sunlight. At least I'm not burning to death. No, I can still fucking run quick and have super yeah, strength. Yeah, but I, I would rather be a Twilight Vampire than Nosferatu. Yeah, because he, he looks like a fucking like a testicle. <laughs> he, he walks around like someone's hit his testicles. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> Nosferatu. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind being uh, Van Helsing's Dracula. Yeah, he's a he's bad sick man. And he can change his form and he looks yeah. like that crazy giant bat creature. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he's really cool. I would like to be that Dracula. Yeah. I I'd have I, a different I hair. rate that movie still. It's a, uh, it holds up. I'd cut my hair and have different attire, but And I would argue as well that that has the best werewolf transformation in any movie. One I one of, one of. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's yeah. the the dude, like they they rip their skin off and underneath is all the hair, all oh, the fur. Yeah, yeah. And they just tear their skin off and that. And I think when I was a kid I watched that I was like, that is awesome and yeah. terrifying all at the same time it's a really good film they tried to do the uh, TV series Van Helsing didn't they and it didn't work it's awful oh it's a Netflix thing isn't yeah, it? it's awful it's a woman. so bollocks I, I, I watched it. like one episode and I was like no thank you I really want them to bring that back that'd be really cool mm. Hugh Jackman back yeah. as Van Helsing Van Helsing even have Tom Hardy's Van Helsing that'd be cool. they were going to they were fucking this, oh don't get me started on this the dark universe was supposed to be a oh, massive yeah. universe of they monsters they started with the mummy didn't and they and they fucked it so hard and it's so annoying <laughs> because it's such a good idea <laughs> such a good idea apparently Tom Cruise was like really involved in the creative process of the mummy yes. it was supposed to be terrifying yep. and he was like nah we should make it funny apparently um, he got a creative writing team 
to join theirs and made him not only younger in the series, but so that he would like have, have a topless sense and that, and made him more as the main character in the show, yeah. in the movie, sorry. Um, because apparently there's a bit where Russell Crowe calls him a young man. And mm. It's like, the dude's like 55 or something. Exactly. Nearly 60. But Russell Crowe was Jekyll, locked Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, whatever. And like, uh, fucking Johnny Depp was supposed to be involved, like the Invisible Man or whatever. Van Helsing was going to get involved. Yeah, but you know that Johnny Depp's going to Depp, do Depp be Invisible Man, but they're just making him white all the time. Probably. It, so you could see his face. I just think it was such a good idea. And they let Tom Cruise fucking have a say. Yeah. And they killed it. On that, um,. I think, and still to this day, I still rate it, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the movie, yeah. with Sean yeah. Connery. I still think that's a great movie. Really good. It's got The Invisible Man. It's got Jekyll and Hyde in it. Um, what else has it got? It's got uh, Dorian Gray. Mm, yeah. It's got a vampire in it. I fucking love that movie. Oh, I, I, lo- I love things like that, which I was so excited about The Dark Universe, and you ruined it, and they cancelled it. So thanks, Tom Cruise, you Scientologist dickhead. <laughs> fucking shit. Apparently he's tiny as well. Really small man. He has to stand on like crates while he's filming. So he's t- so he can be and taller he has, he than his heels. female counterparts. Yeah, he wears heels and all these shoes. Cubans, I think they're called, aren't they? Cubans. Because all the Cuban heels. All the female counterparts would be taller than him. And you can't have that. I'm in love with Katie Holmes. <laughs> I'm in love with Katie Holmes. <laughs> I'm in love with Katie Holmes. <laughs> Gone off on a tangent again. Oh, I love it. Anyway, that was Vlad the Impaler, um, a man who impaled that hundred, not hundreds, tens Ten of thousands of people. Yeah. Uh, was the source of Dracula, an interesting political time in Europe. He constantly changed sides, and yeah, he was, he was, I don't know, he's a bad man. He's a badass. An evil badass, but a badass nonetheless. He's a bad man, but... No, he is a bad man. He's a bad dude. Because everything is about him. There doesn't seem to be much about... Um, the people. The people. Because yeah. even when he was king of the people, he doesn't seem to have been a good king to the people. No, he he instead killed really. all the poor people. He ruled with an iron fist, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you can't say you're a good king just because you got rid of all the poor people. You can't say, oh, I got rid of homelessness. I killed them all. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you get rid of homelessness. Yeah. <laughs> that's mad, I, I, I got rid of poverty. There are no poor people anymore. <laughs> no, that's not they? how you get rid Spikes. of it. <laughs> so I, I don't know I don't think he was I don't think he ever did anything for his country no he was. He a, did everything for himself he was a fucked up individual but he gave us a very cool story and he gave us vampires gave us one of the most famous mythical creatures in history yeah so for that Le Vampire thank you Dracula I wonder if you had like children who still have the surname Dracula that's one to look up yeah imagine look that up that'd be cool that'd be really cool I might name us I might, I might, name, I might name my kid something middle name son of the dragon yeah, just let's recreate the fucking Order of the Dragon. That's cool. I love that. That's really cool. But the thing is, if you thing. set that up nowadays, you'd be like, "That's a bit, a bit childish." Oh no! If you set up Order of the Dragon, you'd immediately be told, "Oh, oh, it's so like Dungeons and Dragons." No, yeah, no, exactly. I don't know. It's not Dungeons and Dragons. No, mom, it's a serious thing. <laughs> mom, this is the Order of the Dragon. <laughs> you can't interrupt the Order of we the Dragon. We don't like the Ottoman Empire, mom. And like the the leader of the Order of the Dragon is the dragon. Yeah. He's like, mom, you can't interrupt the dragon when he's talking. <laughs> I just thought you and your friends want some snacks. Yes, Mom. we do. But still, <laughs> you can knock. <laughs> do you want some squash? I want juice, Mom. Proper juice. I want Robinson's, not the cheap brand. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Anyway, that was Vlad the Impaler. Thank you for joining us again on yeah. this another episode of That's What People Do. Because people do do this, apparently. They do. So uh, next week, Ryan, who are we ch- chatting about? Uh, next week we are talking about uh, a family called the Lawson family. Uh, the show is called the Lawson Family Massacre. Whew. 
And at the time of recording, where, where, where are we? We're mid-November. November 16th. This, and then this episode came out at the end of November. See? Uh, so the next week's episode comes out on the 6th of December. So this is a Christmassy one. Nice. Yeah. I'll, Lawson l- Family Massacre. Nothing screams Christmas like a massacre. Yeah. All right. Look forward to that one. See you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.